0: All right, we're ready. Doesn't feel like anybody went anywhere. So, I guess that's evidence that we like each other. We wanted to hang out together. So, um, can we quickly, I just wanna um, acknowledge uh, anyone who's had a birthday in January. If you are a person who's had a birthday in January, stand up or give us a hand wave. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You had a birthday? No. Oh, just wave. <laughs> um, do we sing? OK, I don't know what we do. That's in those ways you know I'm still new. So let's sing all right. So all our birthday people. The song that people are afraid to sing, we dare to sing. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. wave your hands. Happy birthday to the birthday people Happy birthday to you Woo! We pray God's blessing on your birthday and that they were there will be many 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 more. All right, so this is my first Sunday I get to ride this bronco called the community service. <laughs> so y'all pray for me as we ride it along. So um, we try to make it interactive so the, pe- so the kids and people are involved, and so we will. Um, again, we've been start working on our theme of belonging, and today begins a part of a two-parter on our agreements. Um, for a group to really gel. We have to be moved by and committed to our agreements. We run into problems and situations because we aren't clear about what our words mean or the catchphrases mean, so we have to bring clarity to one another. It becomes even more intense. After you've talked to everybody, you've clarified what each word means, then it becomes even more because we all develop or have unshared, Undisclosed expectations, right? And so we get disappointed often because of those unexpressed expectations. So we want to bring clarity to that as well, and particularly the subterranean space of the unspoken. So if you think about it, it's like an iceberg. We have the part that we see, and it's visible, the top part. But like the Titanic, it wasn't what they saw on top of the water that was the problem. It was what was underneath. So we don't want to run into any icebergs as a congregation. So in the next couple of sermons today and next week, we're going to, we're going to dig down and drill down into them. As both sermons will be interactive. So we will start today doing something that I love, that I haven't really done since I was a camp director. So I'm going to take everybody back to camp, all right? And if you want it, you can participate if you want to. If you don't, it's cool. No problem, Okay? I just hope it's more than three people that stand up, Okay? So kids, kids, you can play this game, too, because the game is called Simon Says. (laughs) And I will have you all to know, back in the day, I was one of the best Simons there was. People would come from near and far because they thought they could beat me at Simon Says. So how many how many Simon says champs we got up in here? All right, a few. Oh, some of you like, I'm gonna put my hand up just in case she gets me out. So we're gonna go through a game of Simon Says and use it as a part of an object lesson for ourselves today, okay? So if you understand the rules of the game, they're very simple. I, Simon must begin a sentence that you follow with Simon Says. If I just make a statement and I don't say Simon Says, you don't do it. Got that kids? I have to say Simon Says for you to do it. All right? We're going to see who can last longer and win the game. All right, ready? Simon Says, everybody on your feet. We're going to start off slow and make it nice and simple. Simon says, look to your right or to your left and say, Good morning, neighbor. Good morning, neighbor. Simon says, extend your hand and shake your neighbor's hand. Okay, stop. Simon says, stop. Okay, that was free. That was a free one. Because you were supposed to keep shaking hands. Got it? Can you guys hear me? Might need to up it up. All right. All right. Simon Says, everybody, put your hand over your mouth. Thank you. Simon Says, pet your nose. Simon Says, snap your fingers. Simon Says, Snap your fingers. All right, everybody that clappers out, have a seat. <laughs> Simon says you can stop. That's how it goes, all right? All right, Simon says, uh, Simon says, wave to one another. Hey, good morning. Especially to the littles, good morning. Simon says, stop. Simon says, Mm. Rock like this. Simon says, stand on one foot. foot. Yeah, everybody rock and sit down. Oh, because oh, Simon said stand on one foot. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you to stop. Sorry. Simon says stop rocking. My fault. I'm rusty. Oh, Simon says you can put both feet down. All right. Simon says, bend your knees. Simon says, pat your knees. Simon says, pat your knees and click one finger, snap one finger, one hand, not finger. Simon says, anybody who stood up with me needs to sit down. Simon says, stop both. Simon says, if you have the space, turn in a circle. I'm going to make you a little dizzy. Simon says, stop. All right. Simon says, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simon says, look at your friend and say, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Everybody who said it, sit down. Uh Uh-oh, I got to thin you out fast now. Woo! Here we go. We got the tough and ready folk in here. All right, Simon says, go beep 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 beep. beep. Go tweet 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 tweet. All right, everybody said tweet. You're out. All right, Simon says, stop the beep. Simon, oh, if you're still beeping, Simon said stop. It's, all right, all right, we're a little thinner. Simon says. Um, Hmm. 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 Let's do this again. Simon says, "Pat your shoulders." Simon says, "Pat your knees." Simon says, "Put your hands on your hips." Simon says, "Put your hands in the air." Put your hands on your hips. Simon says, "Put your hands on your hips." Wave your hands in the air. Y'all are out. Simon says, "Put your hands in the air." Simon says, bounce around like me. Well, you don't have to move, but bounce. Simon says, hands in the air, stop bouncing. Anybody? All right, all right, I'm glad you're, on, you're honest. All right, all right. Simon, Simon, Simon says, put your hands down. Simon says, put your hand on, finger on your head, put your finger on your eyes. Simon says, put your finger back on your head. Simon says, put your finger on your eyes. Simon says, put your finger on your mouth. Simon says, touch your shoulder, touch the other shoulder. All right, if you did it, you're out. Simon says, Simon says, say beep 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 beep. Simon says, say beep 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 beep. Then beep 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. All right. People who didn't do the clap, the the, this, because Simon said do this too. Did Simon say do this? Simon did. And means also. Okay. I'm going to give you a freebie on it. All right. I am. Because y'all are rough. Simon says, salute. Down. Simon says, hands down. Salute. Simon says, salute. Hands down. Simon says, touch your shoulder. Simon says, touch your knee. Simon says, do the merengue. What, what do you call that? Macarena. Mac- Macarena. Simon says, do it. Okay, I don't remember how to do it. Simon says, stop. Simon says, put your hands on your hips. Ah. Uh, Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, turn around. Y'all going real slow so y'all can hear. Simon says, stop. Simon says, put your hands on your head. Hands on your nose. Hands on your mouth. Uh-huh, I got you, yep. Simon says, take, put your hands on your mouth. How many kids won? The kids were like, I'm done. The adults are serious about this thing. We need to have a play day. Woo! All right. Simon says, sing jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells, jingle bells jingle all all way. All Simon wonderful. says, the people who are out, stop singing. <laughs> y'all are out. The rules, the rules. Simon says, y'all not singing? Oh, I said stop, right? no 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 okay Simon told the people who were out to stop singing Simon never told the people who weren't out not to so be honest I don't care you just sing that first verse who stopped see this is a cantankerous crowd like they don't want to get out Simon said touch your nose Simon said step your fingers Simon says touch your shoulders Simon says Touch your knees. Thomas says, turn around. Thomas says, touch your knees. Thomas says, raise your fingers. Thomas said, I didn't say snap them. I said, raise them. Ouch! You didn't? She raised her fingers. All right, we got three. We're going to call you three the winners. Give them a hand. All right. We are going to have a militant game of this on our next church retreat, just so you know. So everybody who's a great Simon, I want you to get ready for it, all right? That was fun, I hope. Got you moving, got the kids moving a little bit. So let's talk. There are a lot of voices we follow because we've been trained to follow them. We've been trained to follow them as if they are our authorities. Just living life has taught us to do this. As adults... We've chosen to make Jesus the center of our lives. We've been freed from Simon, the Simons in our lives. We have been freed from them. Um, Because Simon has told us so many awkward and things about ourselves. Sometimes the Simons in our lives have told us that we are followers and that we aren't leaders. Uh, That we can't do all things, even though God says we can. That the Simons make us feel inferior based on our zip codes or our birth order. And the Simons want to define us by these things. Uh, Saying she was born first, so she has to be dependable and the second mom to her siblings. Um, The Simons try to do a number on you and me because we grew up, try to do a, a, a number on you and me or those of us who grew up without both our birth parents. Simon tells us all kinds of things and presents all kinds of whammies and distorted images, including the image of whiteness. Simon had a lot to say about who to love and how to love them. Into the community, we have to understand what we agreed about. Not just everybody come, but what what do we say? How do we say the things that distinguish us? In our relationship with one another and not play the old game of Simon Says in the world. There's a scripture that comes to mind. Let me do the next slide. Um, It reads kind of formally. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. You you may have heard that in, in times past. Um, I wanna phrase it this way. When I was immature, I spoke in my immaturity. I had immature thoughts and immature understanding. When I was a immature person, I did all those things just because I was taught and that was the way to do it. But when I grew up, when I matured, I put away immature ways of being and existing in the world. This is not about age. It's about owning yourself and your thoughts. For our young people, maturity is not something that has to be measured when you hit 18. It's not the sign. When you are sitting in a room with someone older and they're acting immature as a young person, yeah, you can note that. I was so disappointed when I got in college because I thought now I'm going to be with the, mature, the, the adults and I'm an adult. And I listened to the teachers, the professors, and I went to their parties. And I was so disappointed. I've been waiting all my life to be a part of this crew. And I realized they were just, just as disjointed and crazy as I was. And I could make a decision to hang out and do what they were doing in the, I was creative writing, in the creative writing club, you know, and drink the booze and do the stuff. Or I could hang out in the Baptist Student Union and do what they were doing. And they were telling their little Christian stories with their little faith beads where, you know, where black is the sign of sin and whatever. And I could just go along and to, to get along. I could grow up and say that if you really want me here, we can't talk like that. We can't be those people. I had to, to, to slough off being a kid. One of the main things of sloughing off being immature is being able to stand up and say, this is what I think, this is what I believe. And we have a lot of young people here who are able to do that, praise God. We are grateful to parents who, who are raising kids to know their own mind. This scripture comes from the love chapter. I think it's apropos that the scripture comes from the love chapter because um it says things like you know love is patient love is kind love isn't jealous love doesn't seek its own it doesn't it bears up and believes and hopes all things love never never fails and on and on and when we look at that immaturity we understand that that's something that we're reaching out for acceptance on but real love real love tells us not to take immaturity not to take acceptance where we can find it, but know that there is a group, there is a fellowship, there are people who are like us, that we are not alone. Maturity says that, yeah, we might be like Elijah and get run off by some situations in our life. We may get our backsides kicked in and have to go by a river and let God feed us and God remind us that I have Thousands of people just like you, and I'll bring them to you, and you, I'll bring them to you, and you to them. When I was immature, I spoke in my immaturity, I thought in my immaturity, and I had immature understanding. I followed the patterns and voices and expectations of this world. But when I matured, I was entirely different. I didn't follow to fit in. Now I can say with a Gail and an Andrew, with Ricky and a Magda, because we agree, because we've decided, we decide to walk together. And we're not fitting in, but we're developing true love for one another. It's not often that I base a sermon on one scripture because I like to talk about the context of scripture. But today I'm going to break that rule. I want us to focus in uh, right now on Amos 3.3. The context of the scriptures is that God was upset in, it, with Israel because of their ways. The things they did separated them from one another and from God. So God talked about how, you know, they were the most special family on the face of the earth and that God had called them close to God's self, but they wouldn't do the things that brought life. So God asked them this question can two walk together unless they are agreed? The image that comes to mind for many of us is just two people walking down the street, meet up, walk together, break up, two people walking down the street. But when we consider the verse, there are a couple of things that come to mind quickly. The word walk here is not a word about a short stroll, but a word about a journey that takes longer than a minute, a journey where two people have decided that they're gonna be committed to living life together. God was committed in that way to Israel. It's really neat because God, often we think of God as Simon and that God has a list of rules for us and we're supposed to do what God says. But when we think about what happened in the Garden of Eden in creation, it's really special to me. It shows me the wonder of God and how God wanted me to be involved in life. God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. God said, I'm going to be here in the cool of the day to walk with you and talk with you. But like with, when, when the male named the animals, he laid out everything for people to explore and understand and define for themselves. God was okay with that. So God is not this, 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 this dictator over us telling us what to do. God laid out just truth for them. He said, look, every tree in this garden you can eat from. And listen, there's a special tree called the tree of life and you can eat from them. But let me warn you about something. There's this tree over here called the knowledge of good and evil. And that tree, I'm going to tell you a a strong suggestion here. I'm going to tell you that you shouldn't eat from that. But listen, he didn't put up a wall. He didn't put up a barrier. He didn't wall off anything that he created because he wanted people who would walk in agreement with himself so God gave them choice and opportunity. And just as they chose to eat from that tree that separates, they could have eaten from the tree that brought love that's patient and kind and doesn't seek its own. They could have agreed in this way with God. And the beauty is God laid the choice out for them. And so we lay the choice out before the people in our congregation that we choose to walk together, not just to see each other on Sunday and visit and say hi and have a good time, but to see each other, to make each other visible in the street so that when I see you on the bus, I go, even if I don't know your name, I can go, Mosaic? They can go, yeah. And you can have that sense of belonging because our belonging has to extend beyond what we do in church. We can come up with, you know, people say you need a great vision and and this big, big, hairy, audacious dream. Those are just tools that we use for fellowship. They're wonderful, beautiful things. We can come up with projects and build things together, but it is the life we have in the midst of what we're doing that demonstrates our agreement that makes the difference. People have put in sidewalks. People have built All kinds of things. There's water water ice Wednesdays happening in different ways all over the city. But the thing that makes it special is to see a group of people who love each other doing it and committed and having fun. And you can see that there's honoring taking place. The second thing, and we are rolling to the close, that we see in this scripture is that people, can two people walk together unless they agree? So the first is that there was a journey that we have to make an agreement to take. The second is about direction. Can two people walk together if they don't know the direction they're going in? I can walk backwards, but I'm still heading in that direction so I can keep my my point of view or whatever. But we have to make decisions about direction as well. And so we're gonna look at next week We're gonna look at our agreement about our directions as based in our values. And we're gonna do a couple of exercises, so I pray and ask you to come. That'll be fun, but that'll dig deeper into those, into our value of anti-racism, to our value of being inclusive, to our value of Jesus being at the center. Why? Because I don't just wanna make an assumption about agreement on those things with you. I'm new and I'm supposed to lead you. So I could lead you in the direction that you guys never even imagined with those things. Or you guys could be headed in the direction and uh, you know they say a leader with nobody behind them is just taking a walk by themselves, right? I don't want to do that. But that we define that and dig deep. I believe we are living in a time of um, potentially great conflict in our country. I believe that God is calling the church to be unified in a way that it has not demonstrated in the last three or four years. I believe that God has centered us for such a time as people say, for such a time as this. And so I want to take us on parade in the community. But I need to make sure we're solid. Amen? So can two people walk together? Can hundred folk walk together unless they're agreed. No. So we're gonna deal with the issue of agreement. Amen? Amen. 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 All right, that was my first saddle up for uh, community service. I wanted to see what Jamie experienced because he does it so well. Um, But I think I might let him do it some more. (laughs)